Well, it's better than the, the last podcast I watched with you and Trevor. They, they ran out of battery, didn't they? And they, you had like a test card transmission come up in the last bit for poor Trevor. <laughs> Probably, and I was only halfway through. But we could still hear you, though. And I, I was from the history of the taxi trade. <laughs> and I think I got to 1929 and we got cut out. Uh, do you, did you realise that went out on that went out on the 21st of December last year? So it's about, coming up about a year ago. Yeah. Thank you for supporting our channel. Thank you for supporting Wizan. Please like, subscribe, comment, and hit the notification bell for any future videos. We are back with Trevor Merrills. We've got we've got a guest here as David Frampton as well. He's going to. David is my sidekick. Kick side. Yeah, we uh, we we got you back on Trevor because there was loads of action happening recently. I got my, I always get my emails coming through from the UCG, and I always they actually some of the other emails I actually read to do with trade issues. And what's happening recently? In first of all, thank you for for the invitation to come back and address uh, you know talk to you on this podcast. So much as we are aware, you know, the taxi trade is always fluid. There's always something yeah. happening. So we've we've got the ongoing issues of the driver policy, which is um, still to causing controversy and still causing suffering for drivers. We we believe the issue, and anyone with, but there's no natural justice here. It's 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 wrong. What's the driver's policy? The driver policy is where TFL would the if you get points on your license, yep. uh, they will look to give you a suspension. Now, if we are talking totting which is three points for speeding and you get three points and you get six points and you get nine points and eventually you're on 12 points if you haven't told the regulator which is your responsibility yes you know we're, we're not talking about that and then you go to the magistrate's court to whether they suspend your driving license or not. and if they take away your driving license then you then obviously tfl are trying to say look we wasn't aware you've incurred all these points oh and then once you've served your dvla ban you get a further ban from a suspension from TFL. Now, that's a fit and proper answer, a question, really, because you've not notified them when you had three, you've not mm. notified them six, nine. But what we're seeming to be getting now is, and we do know that we get cyclists who sort of target taxi drivers. Well, yeah, we, we know who you're referring and, to there. And they, they target taxi drivers, and we've had a, a couple, we've had one particular member who, who the cyclist went round the cab five times. Now, why are you right? Riding around the cab five times because you're open to catch a taxi driver touching a mobile phone. Now, if you touch a mobile phone, and we we made this was our representation when this policy was first ever suggested by TFL, or told about it by TFL, we said that if you get six points, which is what um, touching a mobile phone is, it doesn't stop you driving. You can drive a bus that's got seventy people on it, mm -hmm. but you, TFL is saying you're not fit and proper to drive a taxi that carries six people. With six points on your license. If it's what they deem a serious offence. So then we had this meeting, and I, it kicked off a little bit, and me being the way I am and the UCG being the way they are, that we are. So eventually TFL invited us all in to clear up any misunderstanding. Cause, and so we went in January this year to Stratford, and it was said by TFL that anyone who, as long as you've notified them you've got six points, they're not looking to... At this stage, to to double jeopardy, they're just looking to give you a warning about your future conduct. Mm -hmm. Great. So uh, we ask the question: what, You have a responsibility as the as the licensor, you know, the, the licensing regulator. Regulator, you have a responsibility to all licensees to inform of any changes to their licensing conditions, and these are fundamental changes to their licensing conditions, where you can get suspensions for three, six, nine, twelve months. Yeah. Uh, TfL said they wouldn't be doing that. They would not they would be giving people warnings as long as the people have notified them and informed them. Well, since then, the, the goalpost seems to be moved. Now, 
I've, I'm, you know, I'm not going to make name no names, but I'm. You've got things that um, I've got a member who's I'm going to represent him. So he's got he, he's been done for uh, touching a mobile phone. In fact, his case is a little bit different. He wasn't actually someone had left the phone in the back of the cab, and he put it on the tray, and he was charging it up because he was taking it back to the to the customer. Got pulled over by the police, and the police said that he's interacted with the mobile phone. Ooh. And his mistake, well, the same mistake, nothing, he never, he denied it. He said, no, I haven't. And you got six months to, for the police had six months. And on the last day before the six months ran out, they they just wrote to him and said that we're going to um, issue you with six months, uh, six points on your licence. His mistake was he should have challenged it. But as he, at the time, he took the view, who's a magistrate going to believe, me or a policeman? So he took the six points, but he notified TfL. Can I question that story? Because I want to see the, the flaws that I see in it. That Go on. Well, it's not my phone, and therefore I don't have the code or the face, whatever. So therefore, it's impossible for me to interact with it, and that surely would be easy to prove. That's exactly. That's why he should have gone to the court. That's right. why he should have gone magistrates. But he thought a magistrate's going to believe a police officer, not him, because the police officer said you must have touched the phone to be charged out and be in the tray. I touched it, char- stuck it on charge. Yeah, but the law, you're not supposed to, you know, so... But when did it, I touch it and put it on charge? When exactly. I was stationary. Oh, you're, you're, you're pushing an open door. So we got a situation. So his mistake was not challenging it at the magistrate. Right. We would have, we would have took this case up at the magistrate. Of that, there is, but he, he said, and he maintains, well, I thought the magistrate was more likely to believe a police officer than me. Mm. So, but it's only six points. I've got a clean licence. Oh. Right, so I know it's only six, you know, I'm not talking it down but he took a view that he's got six but he's never been in no never had no points on his license at all but he thought he'd do it. so he'd done everything he's supposed to do. he's informed tfl now we've had nine other cases of people who've informed tfl they've got the six points and they've been given a warning he's he's been treated somewhat differently he gets um we've had a look at your record and it's exemplary and because it's exemplary apart from this 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 incident we're going to just suspend you for three months bizarre yeah. Uh, You've got so a lot to say on this, Dave, I know. I know, I know what I was going to say. Is that the same three points as well for a knowledge student? Has a knowledge student got to inform people? Yeah, it's... Yeah, inform the TfL. Yeah, I would, just safely, even though you're not licensed, because when you get your licence, you're going to have to have a DVLA check. Yeah. So, you should always... But that's a regulatory requirement. So, we feel that there's no consistency here, because if people are getting warnings... Who might well have had a six point for touching a mobile phone, but they've also got three points for speeding. But mm. you've got a warning. But a guy whose sh- his only mistake really was not challenging it. The magistrate's yeah. We discussed this, Dave, didn't we? About the touching, and you, you, we and you had a little argument about it. Well, I, I, I think if he's in a cradle and you just tap to answer, or or, or an app, say you touch an app like one tap, that, that's fine. Because if you otherwise you can't put your heated rear windscreen on. You can't. All switches are fixed to the dash. Once your phone's fixed to the dash, what you can't do is prolonged use in a cradle. That becomes driving without true care and attention. So if you're take uh, writing an email, for instance, that's ridiculous. You shouldn't be doing that sort of thing. But if you was to tap and answer it, one finger yeah. like that. Well, what's the view then, Trev? The the it's a, once again it's the <laughs> the highway code says. It's got to be in a cradle. So if you're handling it, it's not in a cradle, then you're getting some yes. points, no matter for yes. what. But you've also got situations, you can believe it or don't, but some people, the, cl- the cradle collapses, falls down, you pick it up. And no, no, don't you. pick it up. No, don't pick it up. Leave but it people do, and the cyclist has got you. The, only, the, the only, cyclist yeah, has got you. The only no, way. Because they're driving men looking for it. 
the the issue for for me or for us we would say is that if CFL got ever consistency, so if you're touching the mobile in a cradle, it's not a, it's not illegal. The highway code says it's not illegal, but the police the police officers say the police officers to say, but we can depend him because it whether well, we deem that you're not taking due care and attention. Yes. Why? So that's, it that's so a different charge, though. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, but it's a but it's a six. Well, it's a three point, and this is where it gets wrong. So to touching a mobile phone. I go like that, it's falling out of a crater, and I'll just pick it up like that, I'll get six points. But for doing what Dave's talking about, going like that and accepting that job from free now, and a policeman sees me, he might turn and say, you know what, you weren't paying due to an attention what's happening now, but he only gets three points. And because it's three points, TFL turns and say, you carry on working. Mm. But what about other six points? This is the question that TFL felt to answer. What about other driving offences that, uh, that warrant a six-point penalty? Why are you not focusing on them why are you just highlighting and it's a bit rich when you've absolutely licensed an old business model based on interacting with a mobile phone oh yes see so very rich so we take it we feel it's a bit um we just want consistency now if tfl's policy and i'm not saying it is but if their policy is you take any points on your license we're going to give you a suspension then tell the trade tell them because you have a duty, because they're quick enough to tell us every other thing. They've got a duty of mm. care as a regulator, any changes to our licensing condition. Now, this is fundamental changes to our licensing condition. So, so if you get six points, Dean, because you've touched the mobile phone, you've been watching yourself on a podcast and you've absolutely seen, <laughs> and you get six points. So then before TfL decide to uh, suspend your license, they do something that's called a reconsideration hearing. Now, this is where you go along with your of uh, a lawyer or a friend or your trade organisation, mm-hmm. which is what I'm going to be doing for the guy with the, uh, the the mobile phone I was just talking about. But at this reconsideration hearing, you'd say why it happened. Well, what, what happened was it collapsed in its cradle. I just picked it up. Why I shouldn't, I, you know, I've only got six points, but there's mitigated reasons that, you know, my family rely on me. My mum, my, I've got elderly parents who rely on me taking them to hospital in a taxi. Loads of mitigation. Mm-hmm. Which, but each individual has got cases, you know, situations that are unique to them. But these, you're sitting at reconsideration. They don't, they, they don't make no recommendation. They just listen to what you're going to say. Mm. So what happens is when you've notified TFL that you've got six points, or TFL find out you've got six points on your license, the head of the department says, uh, you go up to the head of the department, you work for that depart- department licensing department, and you say, guess what, Mr. Merrill's has got. Six points on his license and he never notified her. So I'm going to um, suspend him for three months. Okay then, because you're the head of the... Now, Mr. Mellors wants to appeal it. I go before two people with re- reconsideration and they report it back to you. You've already okayed for me to be suspended and they make no recommendation. Mm. So what's the point in having this hearing? It's a farce. It's a farce. And we're TFL are, are pitching it. So if you take my member I just I touched on, Who's got because he's got such a clean record, he's going to get a, they're offering a three month suspension. By the time he gets a magistrate's uh, appointment, this three months have been spent, he would be back at work. So, is there we should have some retribution to take TFL for the loss of earnings for that period but of you time? You can't because it's not, it's because they're a regulator and they're following DFT standards, their interpretation. So, we need to have a frank and honest look. TFL, as the regulator, its remit is to protect the public. No mm-hmm. one disputes that. No one is ever... If drivers do, as I said before, get three points, six points, nine points, and you don't tell the regulator, it's no different from when we was under the carri- uh, carriage office. You always had to tell them. Yeah. 
right? So that's a different argument. But TFL must let the trade be aware, and they must be consistent, and there must be mitigation, because mm. otherwise you've got no common justice. There's mitigation in everything. I if was going to say that. What about if the phone, if it does, and then you say collapse cradle, whatever? Isn't it a safety risk if it goes behind a brake pedal or the accelerator pedal? Surely yeah, you've got to get it out of the way, haven't you? Yeah, but the, that's so you don't. Yeah. You just leave it there, and if it jams the accelerator, so down, that's fine. You, so you said the <laughs> TFL. Oh, you can't break. No. You, you know, when a shoe yeah. gets stuck yeah. under your brake pedal, you can't that's break. Be so I, what I've done, TFL, is I picked it up because there was a load of school kids crossing the zebra crossing, and I knew I couldn't break my taxi, and I didn't want to injure yeah. five or six. I only managed to hit seven of the kids. I, yeah, I've only managed, <laughs> but I, I left the phone under the... Oh, it took a lot of them out. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but Joe, TFL are not even taking that into consideration. Mm. So if they're not taking it into consideration, it's it's a farce, it's a box-ticking exercise. Now, the taxi trade, for all its faults, it's got to t- stand up here. It's of common justice. You know, it, it, it's it's no coincidence, is it, that we when you do challenge TFL on certain things like this, that they then... They want to talk. Because when we were screaming off uh, in December, November, December, TfL then had an emergency meeting with us in January. Yeah. Where I asked the question three times and I was backed up by a representative from Unite, the union, who said, so what you're saying? And they said, yes, as long as you inform us. Now the goalpost have moved. Mm. And, we, and that is another reason. But I would say that. I'm not here to do a party political broadcast on behalf of the UCG. But that's why I would say to taxi drivers who are not in any organisation... Be in an organisation. You need to be something because because the reality is none of the all, all of us have let the trade down mm-hmm. because we've not achieved nothing. And the reason we've not achieved nothing is because there's no unity within. No, there's always been a problem. And obviously as well, you can't complain about the state of the trade if you're not actually actively involved exactly. in some minor way of just being a member of so a union. So if you're not in a, in a trade org, and this is not, as I say, this is not a promotion for the UCG. I'm talking about you could be in any of them because there's five or six representative bodies. But if you do find yourself in a situation where you need to go to a magistrate's court, then you are looking in the region, if you're going to get, a, like we always provide a barrister, but you're looking in the region of £3,000. Mm-hmm. Now, if you lose at the magistrate's court, say for totting 12 points, you've got severe hardship, you say, I've got severe hardship case, I have to take my mum to hospital, mm-hmm. and then they, the magistrate says, no, I think you've, you've spared on four occasions, you can have a six-month ban. TFL would then further long, they're going to give me another, they're going to give me a suspension if I haven't told them. Yeah. And if I want to appeal TFL's suspension, that's another £3,000 that the magistrate's called. So you could end up looking at £6,000. So what are you suggesting, that the, the bans would run parallel? I think you should be, yeah, I think that's... Well, it makes some they, sense, doesn't it? Why can't they, well, it's just spiteful not to, isn't it? Well, if, if your yeah, law the of the land law. says you've lost your licence for six months, you well, can't how, how can they have another law of their own land? They're above the law. So these are issues. The, um, the driver policy is an issue. 